in a world where options are limitless, but time is not. Two heroes take a stand against injustice and overwhelming viewing choices. Starring Jane Ellen. I don't see how the human race survived the medieval period. And Adam Cravens. A lot of them didn't. This is Binge or Cringe. A podcast that lets you know what's worth watching and what's not. From the Hinson Oakley Podcast Center at Rock 93.7. Hello and welcome to Binge or Cringe. I'm Jane Ellen. Have you uh, watched anything? Good. Uh. Sure. <laughs> have sure, you? why not? Why not? Anything? Have no, I, I, I have not, no. Okay, I, I have. I spend, I spend a lot of time watching movies. Just uh, for whatever, life tends to get in my way when I want to watch something at the house. I've watched a bunch of YouTube videos with my six-year-old, if, you, <laughs> if you'd like to discuss that. No. And, and let me tell you, Jane, I don't want to discuss that. Um, yeah, yeah. So I, I've watched a few things, and I'm trying to figure out where I saw them from so I can tell you, but I have have been watching for you. And one thing is fantastic. Okay, we're not going to review it today because my friend is in it and Corey is going to be on the show. But my friend Corey, he is on the new show that's on Fox called Deputy. Not Deputy, but Deputy. Deputy. And Deputy reminds me of McLeod and my friend Corey plays the lawyer Julius. And uh, you see him in the first 10 minutes of the pilot. I haven't watched the second episode yet, but it is a good show. There you have it. It is. I also like the librarians, but that's not what I'm talking about. Oh, man. You're talking about not talking about the deputy? No, I want to wait because Corey said he would be on the show. So I'm holding him to that. Totally, totally regretting that. He's going, I never should have said. I never should have said I'd do wonder, that. I wonder how, how often people regret saying things to us. Oh, a lot of times. Okay, so clearly I did not watch it on Hulu. I guess I'll go back to Netflix. I didn't want to lead with this one, but this is the first one I remember, and it is called... Wait for it. I'm waiting. AJ and the Queen. I was really hoping it was in the bear. No. But it is similar to that in that it is much of a cross-country romp in an RV... But there is no monkey yet. So. What was it about the 70s that made like them just be like, all right, that formula works. Uh, and I like Clint Eastwood. Uh, he, You know, that, that, that stare he's got and everything. Mm-hmm. But do you know what we should pair him with? A monkey named Clyde. That's an orangutan, please. What, that, all right, fair enough. Please. Mon- okay, so let me tell you about AJ and the Queen. Oh, that's right. Messiah's the other one. Okay. Completely different. The Queen and the Bear. Gotcha. <laughs> so, AJ and the Queen Smoking is and the bandit. Right. produced by RuPaul. And in the event you did not know, work, work it, girl. RuPaul, he's uh, a lot of people know who RuPaul is now. And he is a glorious drag queen. As in, I wish I looked half as good as he does in drag. I don't, I don't think I'm overstating it here, but... I would say probably RuPaul is the the most well known and popular drag queen. Am I at least of the twenty first century? Uh, uh, wait, 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 wait. Of the of the twenty first century, Uncle is... Milty. Oh, okay, all right, fair enough. 
right, withdrawn. withdrawn. I just wanted to throw that Another, in. So we're throwing, we're throwing some more well-dated references. <laughs> anyway, so. If our references were wine, they would be expensive. Yes. I'm going to throw in a few names that you recognize. Tia Carrera. Was she the one that was on? Is that, is that Wayne's World. There we go. Jane Krakowski. I do know who that is. Mary Kay Place. I don't know that one. Uh, yes, you do. I, you do. You know enough. her. All you right. know her. She was... Um, <sighs> oh, she's uh, yes. from Boy Meets World. That's the mom on Boy Meets okay, World. No, Isn't that it? is... No? Oh, she may be. Okay. But that's, that's what, not what you know her from. But what, wait, why are you telling me the things <laughs> that I know? <laughs> because you just don't. Adrian Barbeau. I, I believe that was Rocky Balboa's sister. <sighs> Let me tell you where you know Mary Kay Place from. Fair enough. I think it is... Um, it's not Mary Hartman. It's a. Uh, you know her from. Oh, she's from Tulsa. <laughs> People tune in to see what we're going to talk about, but they stay for the randomness. I I mean I hope they do because if not, they're they're in trouble. They're like I need a podcast that's concise to the point and about the information that it advertises. No. Then um, uh, you should. Well, sorry. No, she, oh, come on. This is really bugging me because it's two names and it's Mary something, Mary something, and it's maybe, maybe it's Norman Lear. Uh, this is really bothering me. And apparently I am unable to use a search feature on my phone because it's just too difficult for me. Huh. Wow. She was in Being John Malkovich. Was, All right. That's not the point. But she wasn't in Boy Meets World. I haven't even seen her in the... Oh, I don't know. Fair enough. I was unable to find the page that tells me what she was in because... Hashtag reasons. Um, AJ and the Queen is predictable. Okay. It is... It has a message All right. of acceptance. All right. Well, I mean, that's not a bad thing. Oh, yeah. Acceptance is cool. I like it. Yeah, acceptance. I have no issue with acceptance. Um, it is, hmm, imagine BJ and the bear, wherein BJ is the drag queen and the bear is a 10-year-old girl who I guess you thought was a boy the first time you saw her because you've never seen a TV show or movie ever. I feel like you're inherently changing uh <laughs> A lot of your essential elements <laughs> from BJ and the Bear. It'd be like, all right, all right, Batman and Robin. But instead, Batman's a sassy working woman, and Robin, Robin for some reason is a vampire. And I'll be like, all right, well, that's that's really not it's the same film anymore. Just like Mary Hartman, Mary Hartman. Come on, isn't that a thing? The, you Google that. I put, all right. Mm-hmm. So, uh, Again, if you've never seen a TV show or movie ever, you wouldn't know that at the very beginning of this, RuPaul is doing drag. Now, by the way, RuPaul and the other men who I believe, can I just gave it a cursory glance, I believe a lot of them are professional drag queens as opposed to actors hired to do that. Do you know what I mean? Or, They're performers. Or, or unprofessional drag or, queens. They're, they're amazing. And the, the costumes, everything. Because they're portraying people who don't have a lot of money, and yet the costumes, oh, stunning. So there's that. If you like sparkly things, 
I'm and a, I like shiny objects and bright colors. And if you are not going to be surprised that I will survive is going to show up in the first 10 minutes of the show because what what happens when one man says, "Here are the blueprints to your new club, Queens of Queens," because he's opening a club in Queens with Queens. Get it? I mean, it's it's so, at least as funny so, as the title of King of Queens. So here's here's your club, and then RuPaul's character responds with, and here is your credit card. Here is your joint credit card. Now, in the previous scene, I just said that I had $100,000 that I'd worked and worked my whole life for so I could have my own club. Here's your credit card. So what happens next? There's a... So, no, no, there's a laugh track. Uh, no. Uh, so naturally, the business partner stole the money. And naturally, the the imp that you see that lives nearby is clearly not a boy. And here's a weird thing. I thought it was Madonna if she were 10 years old. The The child actor was playing the same role that Tatum O'Neill did in Paper Moon. The sassy uh, Jodie Foster's played this child many times. But I'm telling you, watch it and then watch some interviews of Madonna in the early 80s. And you're going, is that Madonna child was, Madonna? Madonna wasn't 10 in the early 80s. No, but she also wasn't British then. True. So I'm just it's saying. kind of like how like Michael Jackson wasn't like... Yes. An elderly white woman, like, <laughs> yes. when he was in the Jackson yes, 5. Exactly. Okay, all right. all right. So you have what's clearly this, and then you have the hookers. This this is kind of like the Andy Griffith show, you know, when alcoholism was funny. Well, so here you have the hookers, and they're funny, too, wait, because... Wait, what episode were the hookers in? I've seen almost... <laughs> wait, was it the color episodes? <laughs> yes. Okay, because so is... I didn't watch a lot of those. Once <laughs> Don Knotts... Wait, so to replace Don Knotts, they added hookers no, to... hookers are in AJ and the Queen. Okay, it's, it's funnier if it's AJ. It's, ob- it's obvious, because it's so funny that this what? same... Be the hookers are overrunning Mayberry. <laughs> we gotta go get Andy. <laughs> Well, so. Barn, let's 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 go get my banjo oh, and we'll sing. We'll, we'll sing a song about Floyd. <laughs> Floyd, did you see that prostitution in Mayberry? So the hookers are hilarious because at the very beginning you have an Asian man yelling at them, "Hookers, go home!" <laughs> so, and then every time the blonde hooker someone walks by her, she says. You want a girlfriend? Jan, they have names. (laughs) This one doesn't. Okay, she's Blonde Hooker. She's just Blonde Hooker. That's her given name. That's what her parents named (laughs) her. You want a girlfriend? So here's the thing. It's as bad as Captain Hook's parents naming him (laughs) Captain Hook and expecting that he doesn't end up with a hook Right. So it is obvious from the beginning that the little boy on his own is actually a girl and is actually the daughter of Blonde Hooker. And it is obvious that RuPaul- blonde hooker sounds like it's a code name, <laughs> like for the. All right, well we've got a uh, gypsy tango over there. Blonde um, hey, uh, blonde blonde hooker, come back, come back. <laughs> yeah, all right. Have we got that? Is that a confirmed kill, blonde hooker? All right. Yeah. So tango down. <laughs> so blonde hooker, there's obviously that is happening, and of course RuPaul has to travel across the country performing at different drag clubs to get money so you know because so, so he can live 
And of course, the little imp stowed away in the camper. And then he meets all these people. You go, oh, isn't that Adrian Barbeau? Oh, isn't it this? Oh, isn't it that? And then we learn some life lessons along well, good, the way. I mean, good, good. So, because uh, where else are we going to learn those? Yes. So, AJ and the Queen is a modern day Andy Griffith without, well, again, I think you're running into the same problem. You're like, it's a modern day Andy Griffith, but instead of the denizens of Mayberry, there's hookers and drag queens. And instead of a sheriff that instills lessons to families, uh, there's there's a man dressed as a woman that has a club uh, that, that, that displays drag. Yeah. There are some great blind jokes. I don't I don't think it's anything like I don't think you heard me. Show. There are some great blind jokes. And which, which, diabetes jokes. Which the Andy Griffith show was also not known for. <laughs> Again, unless it's the color episodes, which I refuse to watch. And there are some other jokes which uh, RuPaul's character does not respond to, but you know, the, the double entendre, there's a lot of that. And so it's it's all about family can be just the people that you journey through life with adam well that's no one has ever said that before that's good <laughs> that's original and it's not wrong it's not, not wrong. wrong so for people who are outraged that drag queens have tv shows um those people will like the message that you should be good to your mama and take care of people and there is a lot of Girl, yes, queen. There's a lot of that, so it's like just like Andy Griffith when they would say yes, queen. I don't. I mean, I feel like I feel like you're saying, well, you know, Bram Stoker's Dracula is not unlike the Mary Tyler Moore show, and I'll be like, wait, 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 what? Well, I can make a case for that. Jonathan Harker goes to the big city of Transylvania. I guess <laughs> Maybe that worked. Now, anyway. now I'm picturing like <laughs> throwing jo- his Jonathan, top hat yes. in the air. <laughs> nothing day and make it all seem worthwhile. <laughs> Jonathan Harker. <laughs> all right, I would watch that. Like, just start putting vampires into random, like old, like sixties and seven, like Laverne and Shirley. One of them. For some reason, is a vampire, hmm. or or you can maybe one of them is a Frankenstein monster. Hmm. Where's that? Uh, so, um, that's Maud. <laughs> Except Maud is a and wolf then woman. Is Maud. So AJ and the Queen is basically a family sitcom. It's it's rated TV fourteen, I guess, because of the hookers. I don't know. The hookers aren't shown hooking. But, oh, I know, because the 10-year-old girl cusses a lot. Okay, there's that. Again. Just like Opie yeah. on the Andy Griffith. <laughs> so. Hey, hey. Well, Paul, you can go bleep. <laughs> well, all right, Opal, I'll, I'll go try that. Yes, yes. And the the blind um, drag queen who sews is like the Aunt B because always eaten the cake. And, and liked cats. I assume. Yeah. Anyway, so that's AJ and the Queen, and um, it is some really good drag. It's not, it is not, well, all the themes you've seen before, and it just strikes me as a standard on-the-road buddy comedy, minus a chimp, plus hookers. That's, (laughs) 
Well, we're we're not going to get that under the DVD release. <laughs> I don't th- I, I don't think you can put that on the front cover without covering up everything. Now, I don't mind it. It is not something that tickles me inside like 30 Rock. I can just I can just see Tina Fey and it's 30 Rock and I'm like blurg and I'm missing and that makes me in oh, just so happy on so many levels. So it's not like that, but it's not like, ooh. Mm. The, the mention of 30 Rock makes me want to go Giddy. on a 45-minute tangent Yes, about 30. It's like when people mention, oh, oh, well, you know what? I'm about to do it. Um, Firefly. Okay, wait, wait. For All, right. Wait, wait. All right. So uh, AJ and the Queen is honestly standard family fare, except drag queens and hookers and you know that the kid is going to be brought back to the mom and you know the mom's going to kick her drug habit and blah 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 blah. i really feel like what you're doing there is like making a through line between justified and sesame street like they're just intrinsically different things i don't know i could make a case for that at one point i'm sure you could kermit yeah i've seen kermit with his feet up on a desk drinking tea (laughs) I love the Muppets. Okay, so <laughs> you'll love it because one of my friends refers to she and I as the old guys in uh, that, that remark. And for some reason, I have a mental... Oh, uh, wait, wait, wait. I have a mental block about their name. And so the other day I said that we were Scatman and Carruthers. I think it's Statler and Waldorf. It is. <laughs> it is not Scatman no, and Carruthers. I don't know. But... She did know who Scatman was. It'd be better if they didn't. (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, AJ and the Queen is on Netflix. You're listening to Binge or Cringe, brought to you by Hinson Oakley Family Dentistry. Jane Allen talking with Adam Cravens about streaming media. If J.K. Simmons can appear as J. Jonah Jameson in the new Spider-Man, why can't Disney force Muppets into everything they produce? Oh, but they can. Like, wh- okay, what? Well, second question: Why aren't they forcing <laughs> Muppets into? I'm just saying, like, let, let let's just toss out any random, mar- like, okay, the Eternals. They're working on the Eternals right now. Why not make one of the leads a Muppet? I believe that was tried I'm, in another film. I'm waiting, and it failed. Empire Strikes Back. Yoda's a Muppet. Yoda's a Muppet. I'm aware Yoda is Miss Piggy. Okay. Well, he, I'm just saying, last Yoda, year it was with the murder, whatever, with the Muppet-esque. That's one. That's one. And Disney didn't produce that. All right. I'm just, I'm saying, what film would not benefit from a Muppet? Avengers Endgame. Muppet. Star Wars. Rise of Skywalker. Muppet. I see. Anyway, we're digressing. But yeah, it's it's what we do. So. It's like asking Paula Dean not to add butter, okay? <laughs> it's, just, it's not going to happen. Uh, it's not. Um... Messiah. Um, you can call me Adam. But, uh, <laughs> I'll answer to it. So Messiah is a show on Netflix. And Netflix kept telling me to watch it. And I said, where's your Messiah now, Netflix? <laughs> Man, you you finally got the oldest reference we have ever managed. That is two th- a 2,000-year-old reference. Normally, we- I was actually referencing The Simpsons referencing uh, the Ten Commandments. Okay, there you referencing, go. No, not the Ten Commandments. You know, that guy. Gangster guy. 
The gay Edward G. Robinson. Okay. Where's your Messiah now? That guy. Anyway, Messiah is really fascinating. It is, it is in no way funny. It does not have drag queens that I'm aware of. Is, is it like the Andy Griffith show? <laughs> it is not like the Andy Griffith show. And it's really quite extraordinary what they're doing. Okay, so Messiah starts out, you know, somewhere where it's deserty. Sure, yeah. Yeah. And uh, you you have it starts with a boy who's like tennis and his mom and he's clearly living in a war zone which what? Kills his mom. Okay. So there's that kid there. And then and I'll be honest, I listened to a lot of it. I did not quite finish learning Hebrew, but I feel like I could have if I would listen to it a few more times. You do have to read I would say a third of this. Because you have an ear for Hebrew? I don't know. We have an ear for Yiddish. Anyway, but there are other, they could be speaking other things as well. So you have war-torn places, current day, and now the kid whose mom got blown up real good, he is he is lost like so many people and homeless because their Damascus has been blown up, and that sucks. So he's just trying to leave the bombing area. He runs into a friend and other people. They're just swarming out of the city. And as they go, they see a group of people standing around a guy who, if you were to, you know how we all have white Jesus? What? Sure. Yes. In, in, the, in art. Okay. In, okay. in forms of art, right. we have white Jesus. This guy probably... It's like white Jesus with a tan. He he looks like a man from the area. Tan, tan white Jesus. Yes, he looks like a man from the area. I, I feel feel I'm like trying to. We're we're all the, we're assigning the same adjectives you do to the new Ken doll. Well, this is tan white Jesus. Well, do do you have a beach party Jesus? No, no, that one's sold out. It's out of print. When you imagine Jesus, you probably imagine a. A youngish man with longish hair and facial hair. And beardish face. Yes. Yeah. So that's what this guy looks like. Um, and he is incredibly slender because, you know, Jesus, Jesus wasn't eating a lot. Uh, so he just looks like someone of the area. And the actor who plays him, I don't know the actor, he has the most amazing set of cheekbones. I mean, you could just, honestly, they do this one shot of him where there's sun coming up or going down behind him, so naturally it looks like a halo, but it's not overproduced. And you go, yeah, I could see that. I could see that uh, on a picture Bible type thing. Anyway, so what this guy is saying that he's not saying anything specific like, on this date, on this time, yada, we're going to do this. He's saying that we shouldn't have to leave our homes, and even though that they're, the bad guys are about to blow up all these people, he said, I feel confident that on this day, and I was thinking, is he going to go into Aragorn's speech? No, he is not. But I was ready for it. That would take the heart of me. <laughs> I was ready for it. But that it. day is not today. Precisely. No. That day is not today. They will not. For Frodo! Except what happens is a dust storm that lasts for a month, and so the bad guys that were going to— And Elijah Wood is there. (laughs) Yeah, and Elijah Wood is there. And so 
what happens is people are filming him, and then there's this dust storm, and so the city does not get to be completely destroyed, and therefore he has his first group of followers. And it happens to be displaced young men, and at no point does the character say, I'm the son of God, I want you to do this. I at no point does he say that, which is brilliant, because let's say you were hanging out at the same time that Jesus was around. And so I don't think he would lead with that. No, he doesn't strike me like that. No. So in the times when I try to think of what was it like to be in that time, I wouldn't be allowed near him because a woman, but whatever. Um, I feel that they are presenting this character in the same way in that I wouldn't expect other things or flashy things. Okay, I'll grant you that. So, in the meantime, apparently, all the governments can see anyone at any time. I want eyes on the ground. Eyes! And uh, so there is a woman who works for the CIA, and she has other stories going on, unimportant. But she somehow uh, sees this, and they don't know who he is. They see a young man talking to other men and... Are they going to incite a riot? Are they terrorists? Are they this? Are they that? We don't, we don't know who he is. We don't know anything. And he leads them through the desert to the border of Israel. It's an Israel-Palestine thing. Which is more, that's very Moses. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And they stay there. And you have a... And they feast on manna? No. No, there's no feasting. There's really no feasting. But eventually they get food. And then... He disappears in the night and shows up during a hurricane and saves a girl, and the entire town is destroyed except for the church. So he's over here, and then he's over here. And at no point has he said, I am your Messiah. I'm, he's, he has not said that to anyone, but people have made this assumption. Unless you've watched the opening credits. No, he still didn't say it then. No, but it, like, did, isn't that what it's called? It's called Messiah. Right, yeah. But he didn't say. Right, yeah, but the, the so, credits, Jane. So the credits. He, is, he is very vague in his answers, like stuff. Like you would assume a, a deity or yes. like a is that religious figure? A lot of, well, in, in, in biblical stuff, you know, or, are you such and such? Uh, that's what you call me. It's like, so he has a lot of that kind of stuff. And it, it is as you say. Yes. Yeah. And nothing that he says is actually wrong or against anything. He's not saying anything insightful. Insightful as in to incite violence. Okay. He's he's just I was about to say Jesus. I would I'd argue that Jesus said a okay. lot of insightful he's, things. This guy is saying insightful with an S, but not insightful with a C. Okay, gotcha. All right. And, That's a very very a point we should oh, definitely yes. clarify. And so that is really, it's really well done because at no point does he break in that, of course, the the government, none of the governments are happy because they don't know who he is. They don't know what he's doing. They don't know what he wants, but they do know because of technology. All of a sudden, everybody knows who he is. And so he ends up going to Washington, D.C. and walking on water in front of the Lincoln Memorial. So... There's that. Now, you have CIA girl 
who says this guy had to come from somewhere. It's a fair assumption. Most guys do come from somewhere. So they build a dossier on him, and they have his name and what school he went to and who his brother is and how he and his brother— No, they build one or they actually gather this information? they gather information. Okay. And he and his brother, their parents were killed by something awful, and they were raised by an uncle who was—wait for it—a magician. It goes on in this way where you can build the case that he is a charlatan, but— He's asked for nothing, like not even a pizza or a million dollars. He's asked for nothing. So really all they can get him on is, well, how did you get to the country anyway? Turns out, private plane, blah, 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 blah. So the CIA has a case in that he is someone who is suspicious, but he hasn't really done anything wrong. So again... You can perceive this character as Jesus and a very good modern-day telling of what we know from the New Testament. All of a sudden, there seems to be a person, people are following them, wonderful things are happening, and the people in power are not liking it because what does he want? Does he want to take our land? Does he want to do this? So you have that set up, and it's really quite brilliant the way they do it. Now, once you pretty much think, well, clearly, clearly— He's the son of God, and then you're thrown the other way again. Clearly, this guy is just really good at tricking people, and yet he doesn't seem to want anything from it. So that's interesting. And Because usually someone that wants yes. to manipulate is in, insert, you know, money, um, so, uh, non-negotiable bear bonds. He did the walking on water. A random kid was shot, and the kid, uh, he healed the kid, brought him back to life, and then he knows stuff about everybody. Which is... Makes you either Santa Claus or Jesus. Yes. I mean, he knows a lot of stuff about everybody, and that is disturbing to those people with whom he speaks. And he, instead of being set up by the hooker that the government bought, he he helps her turn her life around, and she gives the money back, and he knows all this stuff about her, which if he were not a deity, how would he know anything about her and her life and anything. Sure, you could guess that someone paid her and was setting him up, but other than that, would you know, like, the name of her dog and all that stuff? Yeah. So there's that happening. And then, spoilers, he is stolen away, all having to do with government A and government B and government C, stolen away. CIA doesn't know he's being stolen. He's stolen away. Plane crashes. Of course, you see him standing and everybody's dead but him. Then he brings them back to life. Season one. That's real Jesus-y. It does sound real Jesus-y. Yeah. So um, there you go. It's really fascinating. I I may rewatch it just to see what I missed when I was listening. Because sometimes me There's watching is me listening. There's probably a lot of like underlying and subtlety. Like especially yes. if you're going to make like biblical allusions or, you know, comparison. Like there's probably a lot of stuff underneath these surface. Right. And it was really fascinating, truly. The way they, because you could take it one way or the other, and there wasn't, there there really wasn't anything that I think someone could get upset about religiously, because he's not really coming out and saying anything other than there should be world peace. There really should be world peace. And there's not, there's not, like, I can't make a lot of bad of that. Like, you can, 
you can always argue with somebody's like, you know, political position. Mm-hmm. Like you can argue with them about like religion or like how you should invest your money. But there's when somebody's like, I want I want peace in the world. Like there's not a whole lot I can mm-hmm. be like, well, yeah, I mean, you but. could you could. But then. Whoa. OK, and so, so it's a good point. It's a good point. I forgot who said this, but maybe it was a far side cartoon. But okay, well, the far side one was what if we had a war and everybody came, but the line is actually so what if we threw a war and nobody showed up? So that he ends up being able to speak to the president of the United States, um, you know, generic president type guy. Not, no, not the actual. not the current or, or not someone trying to be the current president, just like, you know, the generic, you know, how you have the generic, he's going to be the general in this scene. It's yes. the generic, he's going to be the president. And so I, so I can naturally assume he's an older white man. Yes. Okay. An older white man who is a Mormon. Which I aspire to be one day. Yes. An old white man. Yeah. And so he also wants there to be world peace. And so that's really all. The Messiah of this story seems to want is he said, wouldn't you rather be known for world peace? And the president wants there to be world peace. So he wants to not do this, this and this because this guy knew so much about him and so on and so forth. But there are other people in the government who think that the president making his own decisions or this guy influencing anybody and not just the U.S. government. All these other governments are like, well, that's not how we roll. You know, we do, do this and do we a, do that. Do other governments say that? They do. Except they say it like, they're like, oh, we are Russian. That is not how we roll. Oddly enough, the Russians are involved. Of course they are. Yes, I know. They're always in. Those are Russians. So uh, it's just really well done because it doesn't really show its hand either way. And you can interpret it either way. And both sides have a solid case. Because at no time did he say, I'm going to go here, here, and here. I'm this, this, and this. And at no time did he say, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm not this guy who went to college in Massachusetts. So, so it, it's almost like Blade Runner when they're like, yes. De- Decker may or may not mm-hmm. be. Okay. All right. You can interpret it either way. And so with season one, I thought they did a spectacular job of that. And it was interesting to see what they were going to do. Because I kept waiting... For like three episodes in, and then you've got the actual story of this guy. It's nothing, really. That's it's interesting. Well, I mean, amb- amb- there's there's something alluring about ambiguity. Mm-hmm. And especially if you're going to end it on a season one cliffhanger. Yes. The now, only problem you run into is if you don't get a second season. Exactly. Now, what I am assuming is going to happen, the CIA lady, her husband is dead. But she's still trying to have a baby with him because he froze... Every, they froze everything that needed to be frozen because he had cancer. Every time you say CIA lady, I hear Jerry Lewis say it. <laughs> lady! CIA lady! So... With the glavin. I believe in season two, she will magically be pregnant even though all of the frozen stuff has been used. Or, That's what I think will happen, and I think she will then support him. That's just what I'm... It's not a bad there. idea. If, I mean, if you're gonna, why do the whole pregnancy thing? Yeah, if you're not gonna, go I'm just there. saying, like that was that was a big one in the Bible. Yeah, they they, they reference that a lot. Yeah, so uh, it's very well done. Young kids are gonna be bored. I don't remember where it's rated. There's blowing up. People get blown up real good. Uh, like Michael Bay blowed up. 
Oh, well, no, not that good. Okay, all right. But still, it was blowing up, and... Um, I mean, you know, narrative, subtlety, like acting, those aren't those aren't in Michael Bay movies. No. But, but Sploden? Oh, Real good. Sploden. And uh, the Messiah's hair looks great through all of it. I would imagine that, I mean, if you're going to be a Messiah, you're going to have, like, the powers of a deity, at the bare minimum... You know, I have good hair. Yeah. So that doesn't seem too selfish or self indulgent. What I think is this is a very well done drama that is different in that it doesn't force anything on you. You draw your own conclusions and just interesting to think, well, what if Jesus came at this day instead of thousands of years ago? What, what, how would that play out? That's kind of what it, it is to me. It's like, this seems like this is how it would play out. Because everyone would be recording everything. So it's probably best they didn't put, like, an exclamation on the end of it and make it a musical? Uh, no. Though, how no. interesting would it be if, Here that's, for the lulls. if that's how it played out? Yeah, wouldn't it, though? Be like, turns out uh, life is a musical. Da, da, da. Uh, so, yeah, I just want to tell you who the guy is because he's he's real good. And I'm getting the idea that he's, like, tiny, like Prince Tiny. Because every time they show people next to him, Oh, Messiah is billed as a thriller. And he can he can just thrash on the guitar? No, it's just, are they hiring really tall actors, or is he just really a very, very diminutive man? Now, 92% of Google users liked it, 37% on Rotten Tomatoes. And it's called a thriller, and Mark Burnett and Roma Downey are behind it. So, there's that. And um, Michelle Monaghan is the CIA lady, so you know her from Patriot's Day. CIA ladies! (laughs) And the Messiah. See, now this picture, his actor picture doesn't look very messianic. But he is from Tunisia, and his name is Mehdi Debbie. That's very, it's like Little Debbie, but Mehdi Debbie. Anyway. um, It's just like Little Debbie. Little Debbie. He he is. He was in Mary Queen of Scots. He did not play Mary, however, in Mary Queen of Scots. But see, isn't this just a great? My, I love it. Isn't, doesn't isn't that look like how you would think? See about yeah. That's exactly not, what that's I not said. Far off. Kind of, or like he could also play Jason Momoa's younger brother. Yes, before he started working out. Yeah. Or, or before and after of Jason Momoa, like when he got stung by 17 bees and swelled up. Yes, swelled up real good. Anyway, I thought it was good and entertaining because of its approach. And now that I see Roma Downey uh, and Mark Burnett are involved, I get where that's coming from because touched by an angel and interesting. So that is that. This has been Binge or Cringe. I'm Jane Ellen. Starring Jane Ellen and Adam Cravens is a Hinson Oakley Podcast Center production. Listen to new or past podcasts anytime at rock937online.com.